Thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Clary. You can follow me over at Twitter at RyanClary11. And you can also follow Locked On Nationals on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. And so today, there may be a little news on the ownership again. As my friend over at TalkNats over on Twitter, he's reporting this. And there's some news, guys. I think there's going to be some momentum on Ted Leonsis and his partner, David Rubenstein, potentially taking over as the Washington Nationals owner. Also, there was a little bit of heart-wrenching news on Trey Turner and where he could be looking to sign in free agency. And I'm going to get into that later in the show. But first, we need to get into some Nationals ownership news right after this. You are locked on Nationals. Your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And again, thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And like I was saying, there is some potential ownership news coming up the wire here. And oh my God, guys, we're getting close to the finish line, I think. And let me get right to it because Talk Nats over on Twitter reported this yesterday around 5 p.m. And this was the tweet. Source. The Leonsis side is making some positive progress in their hopes to purchase the Washington Nationals. The notable obstacle is Masson. Final obstacle is agreeing on a price that works for the learners and for Leonsis and its partners. And what does that mean? What does that mean for the Nationals ownership search? Well, let's just get right into it because we know that the Masson debacle right now, as we sit here today on November 10th, It is a big stepping stone for the MLB and whoever wants to buy the Washington Nationals. This is something to where this has been an issue for years. This has been something that where the Lerner family has been in court for years over this stuff. They're still in court about it. Because in the athletic article, I got this uh, two weeks ago. The Baltimore Orioles make 66% of profit over on Masson, while the Washington Nationals make only 33%. And think about that. With how much of a bigger market Washington, D.C. is, we're getting robbed from Baltimore and the Angelos family. And quite frankly, I don't know where they go from this. Where do they go? Because this is something to where, can this even be resolved? Because this is a contract that the MLB signed for the Nationals. If you weren't aware... The Washington Nationals were owned by Major League Baseball at first, and Bud Selig, the commissioner. He was our owner. The MLB, wherever you want to look at it as, he was the owner. Learners bought the team from them, and they inherited this deal. So they weren't the ones that got themselves in it. They've been the people who are trying to get out of this deal. Rightfully so, because of what I just said. What makes sense about a smaller market making more profit than the bigger market. And the reason why they did that is because they lost the Washington, D.C. market once the Nationals moved over here. And in doing so, they solidified a great deal for themselves 
And so they're creating a ton of profit over this and figuratively stealing money from the Nationals and the Lerner family. And so this is something to where it's going to be a big stepping stone for any ownership possibilities coming in. But as you know, and as I've said on this platform many of times, Ted Leonsis bought NBC Sports Washington 100% bought it out. And is that a domino into buying the Nationals? Of course it is. It has to be. And the reason why that is, you pluck it over to NBC Sports Washington if you were to ever get this deal or get this crappy deal out of place. Because that's what it is. It's a crappy deal. And this is something to where it does hurt the Washington Nationals. It does, like I said, figuratively steal money out of their pockets. Is it a main reason as to why we aren't really spending money now? It very well could be. Not only that, the 2020 pandemic, no fans in the stands. 2021, half the season, you had only half the stands filled. You lost a lot of money there. And especially coming off a World Series championship in 2019, think about all the jerseys you'd be selling in that team store. I know the team store was still open in 2020, but think about all the people, all the sellout crowds on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday game. Monday, who knows? Atlanta Braves this year. Look at them. They were selling out more than anybody in baseball. And, you know, they've got good, they've got a nice, solid fan base there, but they're not known for selling out like that. They put the players out there. You got to give them credit. They keep their players and they keep their stars. But then again, it's easy to keep your stars and then cut these deals with these guys when you have jerseys to sell. When you have butts in seats, this is something to where not only the learners have been missing out, but all of baseball have. And really in 2019, the why you can really single out this Nationals team in a losing profit was because of what happened and what transpired with the COVID pandemic. And it sucks. It sucks just thinking about that. Because one, not only were you and I robbed of this opportunity to come celebrate this team and watch the banner being raised uh, in 2020 on opening day. We got robbed of that. We all did. And they did as well. The players got robbed of a championship ceremony on opening day. They got rid of the, the ring celebration to where I don't even know what they would do because we didn't get that. Do they give out a, like I know in the NFL, they give out rings on like a week before training camp and they have like a big ceremony at the stadium. That's usually how it goes or like a fancy hotel, however they do it. But in baseball, what is, what do they do? I would assume you get your rings on opening day. So I feel like that's how it's been done. You get all the ser- the trophies, the silver sluggers, the gold glove awards, MVP awards. You get all of that then in there. And so we were all robbed of that. And not only were we robbed of that, the Nationals were robbed of that. The organization, the people who profit the money, the people we want to give all our money to because we're fans. That's what we do. We just put money in their pockets. But it's fine. As long as you keep on putting that product out there, I don't care about giving money. This is something that I enjoy. I enjoy going to sit down and eat that $8 hot dog and have that $12 tall boy Bud Light. It's something as fans we enjoy doing. As much as spending the money stinks, but it's something we like to do. It's part of our culture. It's part of America now. Let's just be real with it. And so not only did we get robbed from that, 
The Learners did. The Nationals did. Juan Soto did. Trey Turner did. Steven Strasburg, Max Scherzer, name them. They all did. They all got robbed of it. All did. And so is that the main reason as to why we're hurting financially right now? It's not the main one, but what it could be is that the Nationals just aren't spending money. They aren't. And the reason why that is, is because of this massing deal that we have in place right now. It's because of that. And the reason as to why that is, is because of this stupid Masson deal. Now, I have friends over there. I, I, I know Masson people. I know Kevin France and Mark Zuckerman. They're all great people. This isn't an indictment on them. It's an indictment on the suits in the upper level. D'Angelo's family, the owner of the Orioles. They're the ones who own Masson. They got this awesome deal in place with Masson. As to where, as I've said plenty of times on today's show, they are robbing, robbing the Washington Nationals. And it's unfortunate. Because as a fan, and as someone who roots for this team, someone who now covers this team, and is still a fan, and will still always be a fan, it just sucks to see. But with that being said, if they were to solve this issue, with new ownership, if that's what it takes, if it takes Ted Leonsis and David Rubenstein battling it out in court, and maybe they have some better luck with it, the MLB has stepped in. They understand the issue, and they understand that if they don't get this deal done with Masson, or if they don't cut out a deal to where we can leave Masson and join our, join our own network, which would most likely be NBC Sports Washington, then we're in trouble. The Nationals are in trouble. MLB baseball is in trouble. Because this is a big deal. Think about it. In 2022, going into 2023, how many people watch on TV? How much profit you make off that? Look at the Dodgers. The Dodgers spend, because of their TV deal, they have one of the best TV deals in all of baseball. I don't know how they get it done, and I don't even know the financial improprieties, or not improprieties, I don't even know the financial standards of what those are. But what I do know is they make a ton of cash off it. And that's something the Nationals can do. But there's also a little bit of news today with Leonces that could be hinting a little more to the Nationals being the front or him being the front runner to buy the Washington Nationals. But I'm going to tell you guys about my friends over at Simply Safe. So did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. And here's why I love it. I work in Washington, D.C. I need to be here a lot. And guess what? When I'm here a lot, I can't be at home a lot. A few weeks ago, there was a break-in down the street, and guess what? My friends from Simply Safe, they let me know right away that my house was fine, my apartments were fine, and my dogs were fine. Nothing was touched. And I want you guys to feel that security is just the same that they've done with me. I feel safe and secure 
And that is what everyone in this country should feel at all times. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agencies, Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. ADT with the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to say big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash URL today. This is the this is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. And so with that being said, I'm going to be getting into Trey Turner in a little bit here in a couple minutes. But before that, there is some news in the NBA that could be affecting the Washington Nationals search. So per Brian Windhorse over at ESPN, he said there's starting to be some rumblings of some new NBA owners of some NBA owners rather looking to sell. You know who's an NBA owner? Mr. Ted Leonsis. Ted Leonsis owns the Washington Wizards here in town, and he's been doing that for a little over a decade, I'd say, by now. And what does that mean? What does that mean for the Nationals and for Ted Leonsis buying the team? Now, he never named Ted Leonsis, but if you put two and two together, it wouldn't hurt to have a little cash flow in there. wouldn't hurt to have a little extra cash in there. Besides, he owns NBC Sports Washington. The Wizards already play there. And and there's money to be made there, too. Just think about this. Ted Leonsis in the MLB, what's the bigger brand? Probably the NBA, I'll be honest. But I don't know that. That's that's I'm I, I prefer the MLB over the NBA. That's just me, though. I get it. But think about this. If Ted Leonsis were to sell the Washington Wizards, that's gonna get some extra cash in his pocket. Right now, I believe his net worth is around $2 billion. I don't want to be getting in everybody's pockets. This is just stuff you can Google. I'm not going to tell you when and what he gets his money from. That's not me. I'm not a financial guy. I'm not an economics guy. I studied communications. But this does mean something. Because just reading the tea leaves here, if we were willing to bet, it'd be hard to imagine that Ted Leonsis isn't even considering selling the Wizards. Because buying the Nationals, where you can spend your money, you can profit a lot of money, too, if you play it the right way. Think about it. 162 games a year, 81 home games a year. Washington, D.C., beautiful Nationals Park and all the surrounding areas with bars and all the different things that you could profit from, the different business ventures you could delve into. You'd be smart. And that's not to say the Wizards are doing perfectly fine financially. Are they doing well on the court? Not so much. That's a different story for a different day over on Locked On Wizards. But it makes sense that as to why he would sell this team and sell the Wizards in order to buy the Nationals, I think there's more money to be made in baseball having 162 games a year, 81 home games. And... The Washington Nationals, they did well in attendance this year for being the worst team in baseball. They still had about 18,000 fans in attendance, I believe. In in years past, when they're competitive, 
you get 20,000 plus a night. And there's a couple sellouts there too. There's a couple 30,000, 35,000, 40,000s in the playoffs. You can do that. You can't do that at Capital One Arena. It's only about 15,000, I believe, is the max capacity over there. So there's more money to be made in baseball just because there's more product to buy. There's 81 games, 81 home games that you can profit from. Three and a half hour games, three hour games mostly, but we've seen in the past, they dip into three and a half hours. You know what that means? That's basketball games tend to go two hours, 15 minutes in that general vicinity. Having that extra 45 to an hour and a half of that time, you know what that does? That gets me and your average Joe buying a little more hot dogs, a little more bottle of water, a little more Bud Light. So there's more money to be made, and that's why I say that. It would make sense as to selling, because one, he would still have the Capitals, who really are just a cash cow at this point. The Capitals are one of the better brands in hockey, and they're one of the better brands in D.C. and one of the better organizations in all of sports right now. They just win. That's just what they do. It's because of Alex Ovechkin, but I get it. And it would make a lot of sense for them to do this. I'm not saying this will be a stepping stone, but from what I know, from the information that I've gathered, Ted Leones is selling the Wizards wouldn't be that far-fetched. Because one, you're going to have more money in your pockets to play with with an MLB team. David Rubenstein, which Talk Nats have, have been reporting over time, that he's going to be in partnership with Ted Leonsis. It would make a lot of sense. Because one, you're going to need a little more cash. I don't know if you're going to need a little more cash, but you're going to need some extra cash inheriting another professional team. And two, it's going to be a lengthy court battle to deal with this massive debacle. And they're going to need it. I can tell you that right now. They are going to need it because this is something to where professional baseball has said that they're going to step in, and which they have. They have done that now. But what will get done? They haven't really stepped in in leagues in in the past, but what will they be able to do? They can't just rip up a contract because they're the MLB. They signed the contract. This is something to where it's set in stone. How will they be able to reverse this? What is there in there? Hopefully I can get someone on and discuss that further, but that's for a different episode for once we get a little more news on this because it's tough for me to sit here and talk about something for where a contract I haven't read over completely. But thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Like I was saying, there is Trey Turner news. And that Trey Turner news, if you're if you're not sitting down right now, I, I think you should sit down. If you're driving right now, I think you should pull over. Wherever you're listening to this, hold on, because this news sucks. And it really, really sucks. And I can tell you this right now. Per Jason Stark on a recent radio show down in uh, the GM meetings in Las Vegas, there are quote-unquote rumblings that free agent shortstop Trey Turner 
wants to play for the Philadelphia Phillies. They just bought out second baseman Gene Segura. They've been known for a while now. They need a big splash at shortstop. They need that franchise caliber shortstop. Trey Turner's already played with Bryce Harper. He's played with Kyle Schwarber. He knows Kevin Long over there. Kevin Long is the hitting coach. Kevin Long was the hitting coach for the Washington Nationals in their 2019 season. All the way through 2021. Then he left for the Phillies. He got paid a little bit more. And that is a big loss for this team. And it is a massive gain for the Phillies. And if Trey Turner, our beloved Trey Turner, if he were to join those Philadelphia Phillies, just like Bryce Harper did, I guess you could say Kyle Schorber as well. And then Kevin Long, and then back to Trey Turner. That is the cherry on top for my hatred for the Philadelphia Phillies. I don't like them. In fact, I've said on this show plenty of different times that I don't like using the word hate, but guess what? I hate the Phillies. And if they were to sign Trey Turner and improve their team even that little much so, that tiny much, oh, man. I mean, one, this is obviously, they still got to sign him. It's not, nothing's official. Who knows? Someone may offer him more money. And like I was talking about on yesterday's show, there's still a tiny door open for the Nationals to buy out on Trey Turner and pay the money that he deserves. But the fact that we're here and we're seeing this rumor that we could be seeing another former superstar going to a division rival. Why does this happen to us? Why? And I see it now, and this is why I'm getting all... If I'm willing to bet right now, Trey Turner is a Philadelphia Philly by Monday. You don't really see too many rumors like this this quickly. The fact that we're seeing it now, and really, again, reading the tea leaves, the Phillies, they're aggressive. They want to spend money. They just fell short of a World Series. What's better than to spend on a franchise shortstop? What's better than that? I can't come up with another reason as to why. What's better? I can't name it. It makes too much sense, and it sucks. If you're watching over on YouTube, you see me kind of flailing my arms out and really moving around because I'm actually frustrated with this. As a fan, I live and die with this team by you guys. I can't stand seeing another former Washington National superstar go to the Philadelphia Phillies. I can't do it. Or the New York Mets. I can't. I don't want to do this. This sucks. What else do I have to say rather than it just sucks? Would I hate Trey Turner? Would I dislike him? I wouldn't. Eh, I wouldn't hate him. I can tell you that. I don't hate Bryce Harper. But I'm not rooting for Trey Turner. I'm not rooting for the Phillies. I'm not. I love Juan Soto more than anything in baseball. If he were to even join the Phillies, no, I'm not rooting for him. Call me petty. I am. I'll admit it myself. I am petty. But I will not be rooting for that stupid red pinstripe in Philadelphia, which all they do is talk about their cheesesteaks. Guess what? There's a pretty good cheesesteak place down in Alexandria called the Broiler. I put it up to any Philly cheesesteak. We got to show Trey Turner that. Because I think of Trey Turner as a Washington national. He wants to be on the East Coast. 
So the stars are aligning for him to join the Philadelphia Phillies. And I could see it already. We all could see this. I don't know why I even made that episode yesterday. Even talking about the possibility of having Trey Turner back. I still stand by my decision and say that the door is slightly open for him returning to D.C. But, oh, the gut punch it would be for Trey Turner to be with the Philadelphia Phillies. Come on. Baseball gods. You, you, the baseball gods. You guys, those gods up there. You owe us Nats fans a lot. You owe us a lot. Because if this were to happen, if this, Trey Turner, if he were to join the Phillies too, Kevin Wong, if you follow baseball the way I do, you know how much Kevin Long meant to that 2019 World Series team. He threw to Juan Soto in the home run derby over his own father. That's how much Kevin Long means to these guys. He, he's one of the better hitting coaches in baseball, if not the best. We let him walk out, sign with the Phillies because they offered him more money. Bryce Harper, sign with the Phillies. Kyle Schorber. We traded him to the Red Sox, and then he signed with the Phillies. And now Trey Turner, we trade him to the Dodgers last year, and now he could be signing with the Phillies. Come on. Can't we just have one nice thing? Just sign with anyone else besides the damn Phillies or anyone in the NLE. Sign with the Marlins. If you sign with the Marlins, I'd be so happy for the Marlins. I'd root for you. I would root for you, but not the Phillies, not the Braves, and certainly not the Mets. And certainly not the Philadelphia Phillies. I can't stand it. It sucks. No one wants to see this. I don't want to see it. Gosh, we can't have nice things. We can't. We never will. Thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. For your next listen, Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. I'm riled up. Let's just call it as it is. You can see it in my eyes if you're watching over at YouTube. My eyes are a little red right now because I'm upset. It sucks. Nothing else to say because it seems more and more evident that he's going to either be signing with the Phillies, and if not the Phillies, then it could be the Braves. Whatever. I give up. Baseball sucks. It does. Have a good day, everybody. I'll be in a better mood tomorrow. Trey Turner, please don't sign with the Phillies.